Nothing is impossible because even the word impossible is spelled I am possible. possible. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm a high performance and mindset coach for entrepreneurs and I help people to unleash their full potential and reach their goals faster and more efficiently by helping them to remove their mental and emotional blocks. Because most people that want to achieve greatness and reach their goals are standing in their own way because of perfectionism, overthinking, procrastination, no structures, routines that are lacking, not the right environment, emotional ups and downs, fears, worries, anxiety, and most importantly, limiting beliefs and I'm going to be sharing with you on this podcast tools strategies that you can practically use to get yourself to the next level so that you can make the impossible possible in today's episode I want to talk about accountability why it is so important to have accountability partners in your life when you want to achieve a goal but also why it is important to be an accountability partner to others just like When you have someone that teaches you something, it reinforces the teaching when you teach it to someone else. Being an accountability partner to someone, especially when it's in an area that you want to hold yourself accountable to, is, is, is very powerful. That's the whole concept of counseling. You know, like, for example, in, in a role of addicts who are recovering, and then you have someone who is a recovered addict that helps other people and goes back through the same basics again and again. And if you were able to lose a lot of weight and now you go back and, and you help someone else, you're breaking down the basics again because no one is flawless. Everyone will be tempted to slow down, to make exceptions, to feel like you got it. And this is why, for me, it's such a blessing to be able to help people every single week because I don't have daily coaching sessions. I have, I have weekly sessions where, where I coach people because I have certain days where I create and when I also get coached. But I, I really am so thankful and grateful because I just, had, um, I just had a conversation with someone who I am an accountability partner to. And she was, she was struggling and distracting herself and coming up with so many ways to delay the launch of a very important and big project. And, um, you know, when you have an accountability partner, you tell them your deadlines, you tell them your commitments, your, your measurable goals, your, um, your milestones, your deadlines, and why you want to do something, and you need to be specific. There's a whole process into how to really, um, you know, create a goal and then, com- you know, communicate it to your accountability partner. And, and, and when someone is committed to something, and you are their accountability partner, you have to put your foot down. You have to be that voice of reason. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different. You know, sometimes accountability partners are just there to, to listen to what you have to say, and they don't tell you what you should do. But since I'm a coach, I, I also ask questions to help people to identify or to reconnect to what they're actually committed to. But every single time I do that, and I'm starting, I'm starting backwards now. I'm starting as being an accountability partner, and then I'm going to go into having accountability partners because I hear so many people talk only about you need to have accountability partners in your life, but it's so important to be an accountability partner. So, so every single time that I do that, I ask questions to the other person. I reinforce that voice in their mind that is actually 
holding them on track to reach their goal. Because they're starting to get doubts. They're starting to have fear. There's this, this, all these voices that are coming up in their minds. So you're helping them to channel and center themselves. But every time that I do that, I write down two, three things for myself. I, I, I reconnect and recondition. And on top of it, like, how can you be an accountability partner to someone? Let's say someone that's committed to going to the gym on a regular basis and eating healthy. And you're not going to the gym and you're not eating healthy, but you're asking them, did you stay accountable? And they say, yeah, but you already feel like you're out of place for even being an accountability partner to someone if, if you're not even a role model in that area. And then it, 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 it raises your own standard on, on a subconscious level and on a conscious level. So if, if you're an accountability partner to someone that wants to stop procrastinating and really start doing their work and, and stop making up excuses and stop wasting their time or stop spending time on social media or stop getting distracted or, or go through their fear and confront it and you are witness to it. But you know deep inside that you could do much more and you have hidden fears and you have certain things that you're not confronting right now that you're running away from. Just being an accountability partner to someone else who's walking is an environment for you because that's now someone that's around you that's overcoming it. And you're helping them on that process. And by helping them, you're helping yourself. So you're benefiting because you're helping someone else. And at the same time, it's helping you. And now we go to the, to the other side of having accountability partners. Because one of the biggest limitations or biggest challenges of most people that don't follow their goal and don't stick to their commitments is that, I mean, there are many reasons. There are many reasons. But today I'm just going to talk about accountability. They're not accountable. They're not committed. You know, many people wake up one morning and they say, you know what? I'm going to start with this. I'm going to release that. I'm, I'm starting with this project. I'm raising my, I have this great idea. I'm going to start with this business idea or I'm going to expand in this direction or I'm going to just start something. And then a week passes and then you're like, ah, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I need a little bit more time. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. But I need to do this first and this first. And, and, and actually, I just had an idea. I, I need to. And that's why I see people, they're stuck on their website for six months. And they're doing collaborations. And they, they're spending energy and time and money left and right to delay the launch date. There's that resistance inside. And now... The more time you give yourself, the bigger you're making this launch date in your mind. And now you're making this, you're making it this, you're putting it on a pedestal. And you have this great desire. And that desire is, is growing and growing and growing. And on the other side, you have the resistance. And the bigger the desire gets, the bigger the resistance. And, you know, a lot of people think that. They need confidence to really start something. I actually was um, on a podcast episode. Um, I'm going to put the link in the description. There's a YouTube, uh, YouTube video where I was in an interview with Andrea Zoya. It's a good friend of mine. She's a confidence 
and public speaking coach. And uh, we talked, you know, about the topic of confidence. She has this new concept. It's called the Confidence Cafe. And, and then we talked about confidence. And, and a lot of people don't feel confident to take a step to move right now. And I'm going to do another episode. Actually, I'm just thinking about doing a, a whole mini course on confidence because <laughs> I, I believe that you don't, you, don't, you don't have confidence before you start something you've never done before. Confidence is a result of going through it. Like when you come out the other side, then you're confident. You're not supposed to be confident before you start something. You're not a confident salesperson before you had your first sales conversation. You're not confident at any sport before you start. You shouldn't be. You're, maybe you're a confident car driver right now, but why? Because you've driven for a long time. But are you a competent, confident pilot? Could you, if you never, you know, like, I mean, if you never did something, where, come, where, where would the confidence come from? You don't have the competence. You're going to make mistakes. It's going to fail. You will get criticized. Before you break through, you need to break through all the limitations, but the first ones are inside. So most people stay in their comfort zone, and their comfort zone is where they're confident. There's so many things you can do right now. The places you're at, the people you're with, the environment you're in, the tasks you do, all things that you are confident about or where you are confident. You know, some people, they're confident in an, an environment. If they're with their friends, if they're with their family, if they're with people they know, and as soon as they get into an environment of people that they don't know or people who are of higher status or, you know, they're, they're at a certain meeting or they, they, all of a sudden or networking event, whatever, now they're not confident anymore because it's a new environment because there's social confidence. So there are different types of confidence, but the main reason I'm bringing this up is because that's one of the reasons why people start to delay things. Oh, I don't, I don't feel ready. I, I, I don't feel that right now is the right. I think I need to prepare more. I'm not. So all these excuses start coming up in our minds. All these lies start coming up in our minds. What we need to do first, what needs to happen first, all these conditions that we need to have met before we can start. If this happens, if that happens, and then, and you will find all these reasons to delay. So it's so important that when we start, I mean, the only reason why we want to change something is because we're either we're inspired or because we have a conflict that we need to resolve. There's, there's something that is pushing us. We, you know, and, and, and a lot of times, you know, when, when we have these situations in our lives where we have no choice, you know, you, 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 never, you were never happy in your job, and, 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 but you couldn't quit to find something else. But now you, you got fired and you need to find something. Now, life is holding you accountable because if you don't find a solution in the next four weeks or whatever, how much time you, you're able to, to survive, you'll not survive. So now life is your accountability partner. It doesn't matter if you feel confident. It doesn't matter if you feel ready. It doesn't matter if you have all the everything aligned perfectly. You will start moving. And then you get results. And then you're like, oh, man, I could have done this two years ago. But, but that's very reactive. Now, that means that if life doesn't push you, if you are not forced to do something, you'll not do it. So you just react to life. Or you can create. It's the difference between react and create. React and create have the same letters in, this, in the word, but it's just a, a different order. And all of a sudden, it's you that creates the condition. So we almost can say that we create false urgency. And I like false urgency because what does it mean? 
I don't have to do anything. Most of the things I don't do because I have to do them. I do them because I want to. That's coming from abundance. If you only do what you have to do to survive, man, for most people, you know, you, you, you're never, like most of the things that we see around us, most of the most beautiful pieces of artwork, music, or inventions, uh, technological advancements, I think that a lot of people were motivated because they had something inside that they wanted to bring out. It's not only, it's not only because of money. A lot of times it's because of recognition or because you just, you just want other people to enjoy something special. And it's energy. It's, it's, it's sharing of energy. And sometimes it feels like you have to. It feels like I need to do something. I need, I have this inside of me. It needs to come out. But a lot of times it's because I want to. You know? A lot of times, like, if I say I want to go to the beach, I want to go to the beach. I don't have to. I want to make music. I want to play basketball. I want to go to the gym. I don't have to. It feels like I have to sometimes because I commit myself. Because I want the end result. Sometimes I don't want the action right now today, but that's what's going to create it. And that's what's very important because we make a choice. Before you don't make a choice, you're not going to achieve anything. You need to make a choice. You need to make a decision. This is what I'm going to do. Most people are stuck because they don't make a decision. Potential. Options, opportunities, all of this is irrelevant if you don't make a choice. You need, to you need to decide. The only wall between your vision and your mission is a clear decision or your indecision. Now, the problem is a choice could be a moment. Like how many times you made a choice or you made a decision? I am going to start with this. I am going to stop with this. Now is the, and then what? Three days later, you can step out of that decision. You know what? In one week, I'm going to do this. And then what? Yeah, you know, now I realize I started to do some research. I talked to a few people. It's going to be harder, I think. You know what? I'm going to get like, you know, I need more time. And then, and then now you can, you can move it around. So you're not accountable to that decision. If you sold something to someone and they told you, you need to deliver it in two weeks, you already have the money and then you have all these elements around you, you are going to stay awake till two o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter if you create, if you feel creative, doesn't matter if you feel ready, doesn't matter if you feel confident, you'll find something inside of you. And if you look at every breakthrough that you ever had in your life, you had deadlines, you had sub-deadlines, you were accountable, maybe you did something in the last minute, and, you know, what was that resistance that was pushing you to even do it in the last minute? That's the thing, you know, sometimes we have three months, and then we don't do nothing for two months, or we're stuck in, in, in so many activities that are irrelevant to the results, and then in last minute, we finish things. Because you need commitment. There are many elements involved. It's a chain. It's never one secret. But a lot of people omit this one. They're trying to do everything alone. They don't communicate their goals. They don't put it out there. Every single thing that I've achieved in my life, I had commitment to other people. I had something that I made public. And not only commitment in the long term, but in short terms. 
Like if I say in six months, I'm going to whatever, open up my restaurant or whatever. You have a, you have a launch date for whatever your project is or whatever your goal is. Doesn't matter if it's business or personal, you need that deadline. But now you need sub-deadlines because otherwise, this is exactly the same thing that's going to happen. Like A lot of people know that from school. No matter how much time you have, this is the time you're going to give yourself. This is Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law means if you have six months to do something, it's going to take you exactly six months. If you have six weeks to do exactly the same thing, it's going to take you six weeks. Now, we take something that you could do in six weeks and I give you six months, you're going to show up in six months and say here. Because you're going to use up the entire time that you have. And that is true for everything. That's, that's the reason why when I have meetings or, you know, if, if you have an open end, a lot of times you're like, oh, I have three hours. The meeting is going to take three hours. That's why it's, it's, it's important to see what do we really need and assess that. There's a process behind it. It's important that it's realistic. You don't, you don't want to give yourself two weeks for something that you actually really realistically need two months for. It's okay. Give yourself two months. Give yourself a year. Just be aware that you're making a logical decision, not an emotional decision. And now you commit with many sources of commitment. But I know that if I need to be there in six months, what needs to happen in the next three months? If I know what happens, what needs to happen in the next three months, what needs to happen in the next month? That's a smart principle. Where you really go down, you need, you, you, your goal needs to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. I made a whole episode and a song about the smart principle. If you didn't hear it, check it out. It's here on the podcast where I really help how you break down your goal. And now you have milestones because if I know what needs to happen this month, I know what needs to happen from week to week. If I know what needs to happen this week, I, I have milestones. What needs to have happened by the end of this week? And now I have accountability partners that I've built in, people that just check up with me. Did you do what you were supposed to do this week? Did you achieve what you wanted to achieve this week? If not, why not? These are basically the main questions an accountability, uh, an accountability partner asks you. Did you achieve what you wanted to achieve this week? If not, why not? And it's, it's important to always look at the positive. What did I achieve? But okay, but why did I not achieve this? And, and what am I going to change now and adjust now so that I can stick to my next week goal? That's, I mean, this is one of the main functions of a personal trainer. Obviously, a personal trainer is there to, to give you a good nutrition plan. He has the knowledge. He has the expertise. He can tell you exactly. But, I mean, if a personal trainer gives you a training plan and a nutrition plan and tells you what to do, you have all the information. Now, he could stand next to you and, and, and look at your form and see that you're not making any mistakes to, to injure yourself. But, I mean, honestly, in 80% of the cases... After a couple of weeks, you know how to do the exercises by yourself. You don't need someone there, especially if you're a beginner. You're not going to have such heavy weights that you need someone to help you lift the weights. So why is he really there? Accountability. Because you agreed that you're going to train four days a week at a specific time 
and he's there and you paid him or her and you will be there. So he's, this person is holding you accountable to the journey, not only to the end goal. You said in six months, I want to be there. Okay. So to be there, this is what you'll have to do every month. This is what you have to do every single week. This is what you got to have to do today. Send me pictures of what you did. And, you know, so this is an accountability partner. That's why it works for so many people. I have so many people that tell me, you know what, actually, you know, like I already know all of this. I have a personal trainer. I don't have someone that is in the gym with me at all times, but I have someone that I report to, especially when I have tight goals and deadlines. You have someone that you report to constantly, so it's not just yourself. And especially if you respect that person, if you have high esteem of that person, that's even better. So if you have someone that's a mentor or someone that's a role model to you and you made a promise to someone else and you promise to deliver on a weekly basis certain results, now it's accountability because you're putting yourself under pressure. Yes, and it doesn't feel comfortable. It's not supposed to feel comfortable, but it's a commitment. And you need a lot of courage to go through these moments where you'll be afraid, where you feel like, oh my God, this is too much. I need more time. I don't think I'm ready. All these, all these thoughts will come up in your mind, but they are lies. And it's important to identify them. But a lot of times you can't do it in the moment. You can identify it later. Once you went through it and you look back and you're like, oh my God, if I didn't have this, if I didn't have that deadline, if this person didn't ask me, if, if, if I didn't have this milestone, it would have taken me another two months. But I actually had the potential. I could do it. And then you're in the real world and it's never going to be perfect and you're going to adjust. But that's how confidence is created because you develop your competence by doing it. By really being in the dirt and not in the clouds, constantly visualizing and thinking and planning and strategizing and, you know, having mind brainstorm sessions with people and thinking about it and researching. And that's what people spend the most time overthinking, perfectionism, constantly researching and talking to other people because they're afraid to confront what they need to do. And every time you try something and you fail, it's the first attempt in learning, you adjust and you keep moving. But you will not find out what doesn't work in theory if you didn't do it. You cannot become a good salesperson if you don't start selling. How do you know if you can adjust your product or your service if you didn't even put it out there? All these fears that we have, there are many. So the thing is this. And that's the reason why I, I just mentioned this here. Just having an accountability partner alone is not going to do the job. It's important that you really look at the limiting beliefs that you have in the moment. Because you can overcome that. And there's so many lies you're telling yourself that are, that are getting stuck. It's a part of your identity almost. It's a, it's a part of how you look at reality. That's why in my coaching program, I have many different exercises that help people to really reassess situations, to really become aware of your own thoughts, your own emotions as you're going through the process. But having a specific goal, measurable, having deadlines, having accountability partners to keep committed and stay committed. And I'm to a, an extent an accountability partner to the people that I coach. Because we have weekly meetings where we sit down and I ask specific questions and I ask, and I ask tough questions sometimes. I give tough love because I don't accept the excuses that you're telling yourself. And I'm just asking you questions because you're realizing for yourself, ah, man, I know actually, I know actually that that's right and I could already do it. And uh, Okay, so what are you going to do? 
Let's write it down. Let's learn from it. It's no problem. Let's not dwell on last week. Let's not dwell on yesterday. That's all, that's all good. But what are we going to do today? What are you going to do right now? So my question is, if you have a goal right now, is it a, re- is it a real goal? Do you have a deadline? Is it specific? Is it measurable? Do you have milestones? And are you accountable to anyone or are you the only person that knows about this goal? Why did you tell people, yeah, you know what, I'm going to start this, I'm going to do this, but that's not an accountability partner. Someone that knows exactly what your deadline is, what your milestones are, and who you have regular conversations with on a weekly basis, minimum, minimum once a week. Do you have that? And another question, if you do have an accountability partner, are you an accountability partner to someone else? If not, why not? Accountability helps you to account, to really measure your progress. For you, it's a great opportunity also to summarize because a lot of people, I mean, one, one very important tool is journaling that I use and that everyone in my coaching uses, but a lot of people still don't journal, you know, or they don't journal on a daily basis. But if you just have an accountability partner that you have to talk to every week, you have to summarize and you have to put down, okay, what, what, what did I really achieve? I know I was busy. I worked eight hours. People say I work 15 hours a day. That's all great. But how productive were you? What did you actually achieve? Because some people work three hours and they're more productive than others that work 15, 16 hours. So time, it doesn't, time doesn't mean anything. Especially if you're investing a lot of time distracted doing things that are completely irrelevant or not a priority right now. Doing the right thing at the wrong time is just as useless as doing the wrong thing at the right time. So an accountability partner that has expertise in the area where you're trying to achieve something, that's the best. I'm not saying that just just being accountable to someone that's there to check, you know, and, and, and take someone that you also feel comfortable to that it's not gonna, it's not gonna judge you or trigger you in a certain way that you feel like, oh, you know, emotionally, you know, someone that, just someone, but also someone that, for me, I like someone that will give me also a little bit of tough love. And it's not gonna be like, yeah, I mean, I understand because, I mean, it was a tough week. And I mean, anyways, you know, nah, I don't need that. I need someone that really is neutral to a certain degree, but, but honest. And, and like a mirror to help me to really look at myself. And it's like, hey, I made a decision. I made a commitment. I said that this is what I wanted. But now I'm getting off track. Why? Let's fix it. Let's get back on track. Because you don't need nothing else. You can help yourself to, you, you know. You know what distracted you this week or today. Now let's look at it and move forward. Now, if you have someone who has expertise in an area, that person can actually ask you even better questions. It's like, you know, a doctor, you have a symptom and he can ask you the right questions to understand what the problem is and then help you to fix it. If someone 
can Google online and look at symptoms and say, oh, you know what? I think it's this. I think it's that. It's like you don't want too much advice from someone that has not achieved what you want to achieve. And, and that's also a thing. You know, it's like, what's the, what's the position of that person? Do you look up to that person? Does that, does that person have authority? The more authority your, your accountability partner has, the more pressure it's going to apply to you, positive pressure. Someone is a role model to me. Or let's say someone, someone did lose weight. And they're like an example to me. And now they're taking their time to really sit down every week for 10 minutes just to go through a couple of questions with me. I respect that. Just because of that connection and that respect, I don't want to let them down. And actually, I'm doing it for myself. But now I included other people. And, 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 and I'm a little bit guilty sometimes. And I feel like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I know I should have, you know. And, and just that emotion is carrying me and helping me to, to get focused and to refocus on what I want to do. The more time passes when you don't have these small adjustments, the more you can get sidetracked. And that's why people every 1st of January come up with new decisions and, and then new they, they call it decisions, but it's not a real decision. It's not a real commitment. It's just a thought in your mind that you want something. And then you might take a couple of steps in that direction, and then you get sidetracked again. And then you, and then you stay in your comfort zone. So that was the podcast episode to the topic of accountability. Having accountability partners and being an accountability partner. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, you can leave me a comment in the iTunes show notes or contact me. You have all my details below. If, um, if, you want, if you want me to help you to get to the next level in your business with your goal, then um, just click on the link below. I have something. It's called a power call where we can just get into a conversation. It's... Um, I don't like to call it a coaching session, but it is in some regard a coaching session. It is, it is, it is a session where I will take my time to, to really assess your situation where you currently are, to just understand exactly where you want to be and to see what's blocking you and to see if I can even help you. And for you, it's also a way to, to identify if you know, this, is the, this is the right fit, if I can help you. And if, if we both see that it's a fit, I'm also going um, to tell you how you can come into a coaching program with me and how everything works. But it's not for everyone. So that's the reason why I have this call first, because I want to know everyone that is in my coaching that I can actually help them to get to the next level. It's very important for me that I have the right people in my coaching and I'm not just there to just sell anyone anything. Um, you know, sometimes I actually advise people to get with someone else because it's not a limitation that's internal. It is more about the how and the business strategy. And I'm not a business coach. Um, you have many business coaches out there that give the right strategy, but then people have these limitations, these internal blocks, this, you know, procrastination, perfectionism that really blocks them. And that's where I help people to get to the next level. So it's important that we go through this. Um, all you got to do is click on the link and fill out a couple of questions just so I can prepare for the call and know a little bit more about you. And um, yeah, then just choose a date in the calendar and then we can see each other in a Zoom call. It's a, it's a free call. So, you know, that's, that's something that's important to know. It's a free consultation call where we're just going to talk about it and I'm just going to understand a little bit more about your situation. And then, uh, yeah, that's the way you can reach me. Other than that, I wish you a beautiful day. Keep moving forward and think about this.
if you don't have an accountability partner, get one. There's so much, so many resources online on, on, on how to find accountability partners, the, the criteria that an accountability partner needs to have. And, um, and if you have an accountability partner, ask yourself how you can be an accountability partner to someone else if you're not already and all the benefits that can bring, right? All of this is for us to keep growing, keep moving forward. And don't forget, until you stop breathing, never stop to grow. And always remember, I am possible. possible.